Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive in Grace. We're very excited for this, aren't we, Abby? This is the one we've been digging up for a while. We've been digging up, and if you are on the YouTube, you may have noticed that we're not alone. So we are here with Zach and Nat from We Out Here for Vibing. Give us a hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, great, um, but we are going to dive in to our final episode of the series, what we learned in youth. Um, but first, Zach and Nat, we want you to introduce yourselves, say your name, what you do, but we're gonna throw in one of Abby's weird questions. Yeah. Take it away, Abs. Good. So my question this week, I've actually had this in my mind for a couple of weeks. And it is, if you could only have one like condiment sauce spread for the rest of your life, just one, what would it be? Oh, it's tricky. I know. Ellie, do you want to quickly say yours whilst they're thinking? Because I prepped Ellie on this one. You did, but I can't decide. Like ketchup on everything, but then you can't put ketchup on something sweet. And I love biscoff spreads, so I'm gonna have to go with biscoff spread because that'll mm. go on anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a ketchup gal, so I've gone ketchup with mine. She puts ketchup on cucumbers. That's weird. Oh, oof, you're wrong in. No, it's wow. good. Don't, don't hesitate to try it. <laughs> Fair enough. That's such a hard question. Um, uh, do, all right, do, I'll say it, but you can say if it doesn't count because it's very borderline. Does hummus count? I'll let's say it does. I'll let it count. Yeah, it does. I'm going to go hummus because very versatile. It can go on anything. Toasted naan bread and hummus is my favourite combination. True. Ooh, never thought of toasted naan bread. Okay, and straight straight out of the toaster, bit of cold hummus on it. Beautiful. Wow. Okay, I see. Um, I'll go on that. Go on. Yeah. Well. Okay. I've thought of one. I think sriracha, because okay. okay hear me out. Because it goes it goes. I'm a little bit. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> um. It goes on scrambled eggs and it goes on, um, you know, like the little parcel pasta that you get from Tesco's. What's that called? Torta Lomini. Mm -hmm. It goes on that as well. It's so good. Okay. It goes, I've wow. never tried that. Um, Sriracha is as well. really good. These okay. are so exotic. So exotic. These are great answers. Also, um, obviously, you're Zach and Nat, but give us a little bit of who you are, what you do. Um, I'm Zach. I am a third year physio student. At Cardiff University um, and I go to Vineyard Church um, that's yeah I'm living in Cardiff at the moment that's me Lovely. Um, yeah and I'm Nat uh, I'm a third year medical student at Cardiff University I also go to Vineyard um, and yeah also living in Cardiff at the moment although right now this background I'm currently in Wrexham <laughs> in placement um, in North Wales so yeah <laughs> Living the life. I just had to say, not my background. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just like, I have better curtains at home, but there we are. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we're very excited that you guys are here. Um, well, what we're going to dive into, I feel like in youth, so if you didn't know, we're in our series of what we learned in youth, and this is the final one. Um, and I feel like gal, guy relationships, friendships is interesting at youth wouldn't you agree Abby yes definitely <laughs> we went through some stuff yeah um, but I think what both podcasts have a heart for is doing friendships well and guests um like honoring each other in them 
no matter whether it's a girl guy relationship, a guy guy relationship, a gal gal relationship, we love it. So I guess we want to dive into that more. Um, so Abby, do you want to take us away? Yes, I'll take us away with our first question. So basically our idea for this is we're going to ask the guys a few questions and get their insight of how us as women, because we know most of our listeners are female, how we can really honour our guy friends. So first of all, just start off with, do you think that girls and guys can be friends? Um, quick answer, yes. Right. Short, uh, <laughs> long answer, I'll leave to Nat. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm joking. That's so kind. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we pro-vibe out here. I think, yeah, definitely, I think you can. Um, you know, I think uh, I have some great gal pals out mm-hmm. there, um, some great sisters in Christ, you know. Um, yes. But yeah, I, I definitely think you can. And I think um, there is a little bit of like, you know, not just stigma, but like, you know, when you're in youth, when you're at uni, there is um, a little bit of like a thing about guys and girls being friends. And I think is a territory that can you know it does open doors to some misunderstandings or some things which is I guess why we're talking about it today um but I do think uh absolutely you can I think when it's done um in a way of honoring each other um you know I think absolutely yeah how about you Zach what do you think yeah um firstly I definitely say it's it's not a minefield but it's definitely something that I don't know about you, but I have gotten wrong many times. I think most of us have, to be honest. It's something yeah. that can very easily be misjudged, misinterpreted, misinterpreted. Um, <laughs> it's easy to get wrong, um, mm. regardless of intentions. No one, you know what I mean? I don't think intentions are about to, uh, to treat friends badly or to dishonor mm-hmm. people. But um, it's something that is really, really important to learn to do well. Yeah. And it is a balance because it's it's someone else's heart that's at stake do you know what I mean and your own do you think um when like a girl and a guy when they kind of become friends I guess do like if you have been in that situation do you feel like a pressure that if you get on well to get into a relationship I feel like particularly in the church but I think it is outside as soon as you start being friends with a guy like you do start getting the questions and the nudges and like what if it's just a friendship you know what I mean Mm. I think do you feel uh, yeah I think there's definitely the pressure at the beginning like when you're making a like starting a friendship with a girl Mm. uh, because that's like well what's the trajectory is it starting Mm. a friendship to be a relationship or is it starting a friendship to be a friendship Mm. and how do you protect your heart and protect other person's heart at the same time um that gets that for me has been where like I have being misunderstood or misunderstood mm. other people I would say like mm. knowing kind of knowing how to tiptoe it well the starting a new friendship with a girl but it just being a friendship with a girl because mm. yeah, yeah definitely definitely I was um listening to a podcast um it's the way that's good podcast and Ben Stewart was on it and he said that <laughs> ambiguity in relationships leads to anxiety and it's um how like in modern relationships and friendships there's no kind of roadmap to on to how to do it you know like back in my grandpa's day you get asked the music hall like I live for those days but that's not quite what it is now yeah um so I guess the questions that we want to ask you now um 
and we are going to do a part two on their podcast kind of looking at the opposite so stay around for that but what we want to ask you now I guess is like how can we as girls um kind of honor you in those friendships and kind of I don't know eliminate some of the ambiguity yes our next question then as you said one of the key things I think as well that's often misinterpreted is the beginning stages of those friendships because it's like are you just trying to get to know me because you want to like date me or people can think that from the outside perspective but actually how can we pursue friendships well with guys and like try and just really kind of get that clear boundary of this is a friendship but actually like creating a good solid foundation of that friendship and pursuing it well yeah like straight off mm. I like that I think great question yeah <laughs> go for it now <laughs> sorry um all I was gonna say is I think um just practical terms I think one thing I've learned because as Zach was saying I think you just do learn these through like either Christian camp that's a big one mm. or just youth groups or at you know student communities I think I think being in a group setting is a very safe space for friendships to grow um and I think once it goes outside of that it's like um the the many more doors open for things to mm. to be misunderstood in a way so I think when you're doing that I think just being really really honest with yourself and I guess you know how Abby you were saying like um the pressure I think of you know the community around you of being like oh what's going on here I think yeah. to avoid that if you're both extremely you know it goes with the guy as well we'll talk about it later but it goes in the sense of really really in your heart thinking why you want this friendship mm. um I think you know although it sounds obvious it's kind of like is that friendship meeting a need that in that time you want in that moment um I think that's quite a good question to ask and I think um it's just yeah I think it's just being really really honest and when it does step outside of a group setting so when we're speaking one-on-one -on -one, um really what's going on because oh Ellie that that phrase is so good it's like when things go slight when either person is slightly unsure of what's going on like it's so quick in the succession of it just leading to a bit of a mess so I think um definitely just being honest with yourself is quite a good place in like a group setting I think is always a good place to start mm. like a really healthy mm. friendship I think yeah. yeah definitely yeah. and to to add to that as well I think being very clear with like like kind of like doing a self-assessment of what are your intentions mm. and what like are you are you secure in you in your state in your singleness like are you low-key seeking a go like because I think if you go with clouded intentions you'll mm. you set yourself up to like you set yourself up to kind of like fall for someone emotionally if you're not very secure in how you are yeah. before the friendship um I can yeah I can say that from experience and I can also see it in people around me um it's very I think it's very obvious what your intentions are because you'll protect your heart a lot more once you know your your mm. your intentions and once you're kind of grounded in that yeah if you're not grounded in it you can kind of it kind of as Nat mentioned it can go from zero to 100 quite quickly a little bit out of control if you're not like grounded in what you know your intentions are mm, yeah have that attitude kind of that predisposed attitude of mm. no this is this is friends and then let god surprise you if that be it yeah. but not to be seeking something that he's not yeah. leading you down in the first place yeah 100%. 100%. i think Love as well 
often church and like Christian culture can sometimes like cloud our view of friendships with opposite sex because it's so like opposite sex is basically you're just trying to find a husband or a wife rather than actually like finding these friendships so I think it definitely makes it difficult and as you guys were saying like about kind of the miss if you're not clear with your intentions and you're not kind of clear with where you're at and your security and everything it can quite quickly slip and I think sometimes where we see that kind of slip is with kind of physical affection and the touchiness and stuff and often like with your gal pals or with your guy friends it would be totally normal and it wouldn't be like I don't know you wouldn't like second guess it like to give your friend a hug or something but sometimes that can be the things that lead to like confused feelings and all of that so how do you think like in those relationships we can navigate kind of the physical boundaries in them to make sure that no one gets hurt and no one's feelings get messed around with that's a that good, a good another good one <laughs> <laughs> um, i feel the first thing that popped into my head was um always thinking imagine if your mom was in the same room um <laughs> it's just like Gosh. no genuinely though like it's just like also friends um if anyone is like, oh, is there something going on? That already should be like, so- something's not yeah. mm-hmm. like yeah. n- normal, you know? I think it, for people to ask those questions, it's it's a matter of, oh, like, as we were saying, like a matter of reassessing, like, genuinely what's going on in the heart, you know, mm. in the heart posture, the kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, just imagine if your mom was there watching, like, would you be very comfortable with, with what you're doing? Yeah, <laughs> good point. Mm. Yeah, that's such a good That actually reminds me, like, when you're talking about like your friends pointing out it's quite a funny story but I was on a night out <laughs> and there was this guy that I was kind of like friends with but you know when like it's like friends but it's a bit weird it was kind of like that and um, we were on a night out and just before we left my friend went to me like do you want to kiss him and I was like no don't let me like no and we were in the club and <laughs> he like um, we met him in the club and he came up to me and he like started speaking to me and I leant in because I couldn't hear him because clubs are really loud um, but she misread the situation bum bounced me onto the floor of a sticky nightclub I have no idea what I've done wrong to like be on the floor <laughs> um, and I go up and everyone's like Ellie you're gonna kiss him and I was like no I literally just couldn't hear but thanks for your you know accountability I enjoy that but that is a silly silly story but it's such like a good idea of like actually getting your friends to keep you accountable and like you know Abby knows me so so well that if like she saw me being like that with another guy like and she knew that my intentions weren't like that actually like having friends around you to kind of keep you accountable is so so important in that sort of situation um I think as well in terms of like um honoring guys phys- like physically boundaries and stuff um I think when when there's like a lot of cuddling slash friendly hugs I know that that can get a guy confused slash mixed messages that kind of it can it's the sort of thing that can be taken the wrong way especially when there's kind of as we talked about before that little bit of unsure where you're actually standing with each other um Mm -hmm. which is also in another thing is kind of that needs talking about with each other but in terms of that so agree agree to like hugging when you're saying hello is that that doesn't get misinterpreted but it's that like lots of hug lots of like or a touch like a little touch to the arm or something like that kind of like like you just clock it and you're like hmm okay interesting Mm. I don't know um 
that sort of thing is is a bit like that can give someone who's unsure the wrong messages for sure mm -hmm. it can send someone that oh what do they think and and if you yourself aren't sure about it that's probably going to give you the signals for the wrong message it's very it's a lot of like subtle things like that um but i think almost as a precursor to that like that kind of com the tricky conversation like we need to talk that we're just friends and that's all it is sort of thing really like difficult conversation but it's such a it's one that really needs to be had and done in the right way um because mm -hmm. being completely honest the main priority is protecting your own heart and the heart of the other person in this mm -hmm. situation which is theoretical but we all have probably experienced it um and having a conversation where you clearly so you have a clear understanding of your intentions and and your motives i think to enable you to a point where you can trust the other person's motives mm. is a game changer and that's so important yeah yeah 100% so we were just talking about this before we pressed record when it was just the four of us on our pre bit um and we were saying about our, these two guys enlightened me at the fact that guys don't like to be called cute which is news <laughs> to me um but so I feel like this is a question that I'm literally going to be like need the answer to in those friendships how can girls like because I think in girl girl friendships it's normal to like compliment your friends and all of that and mm. really like boost boost them up you know but how yeah. if we were to do that to a guy it can sometimes cross a bit of a boundary so how can we do that and also like navigate I guess around guys insecurities as well because obviously guys have them just as much as girls have them how can we mm. like navigate those conversations as well I think um, choosing your compliments carefully and uh, in a, it's a very easy for, like, trap to fall into to uh, compliment things like physical things, as in like physical attributes. Yeah. I think when, and that, that's what gets misinterpreted a lot or, or that's what can, I don't know, if you get complimented in a way like that, that's the kind of compliment where your mind goes, mm. ah, does this person think that, that kind of thing. Um, I think it's really like if you if a friendship is where you truly care about the person and you put them first and it's their their attributes that aren't necessarily just the ones you see on the outside that you do care about. Um, so kind of complimenting those rather than just being like like you can do the wrong compliments so easily and it's so easy to do, uh, but it can really send the wrong messages. Mm, yeah, it's all about mixed messages, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. 100% and even like the tone and also the frequency of what you say like you can we are called by Jesus to build each other up like obviously absolutely do that yeah but like um as Zach was saying like um every time you meet them you know if you're like oh you're really you're really nice you're really lovely if you say that every time in that tone obviously as Zach was saying makes messages vibes you know um and I think it is like there's a difference between building someone up and Ellie I'm just vibing with what that little quote you said at the start but like <laughs> if you are introducing that level of ambiguity then it's like you're in a, in a way you're not honoring that person so I think just being very clear and just being like um I mean encouragements yeah I think it's if it's based on as Zach was saying, the inner, like, um, emotional attributes of a guy just being like, oh, you know, thank you so much for what you said, maybe in small group or whatever situation you're in. Um, 
thank you for that prayer. I think that was really brave. Done. You know, like just done. And it's just like, I think that is like a clear boundary. It's like, um, it's showing like encouragement. It's building that person up and um, just leaving it at that. And I guess if whatever platform that's on, face-to-face messenger or whatever, just um, doing that and then, you know, in a group situation, walking away, talking to someone else, um, leaving it at that, I think, if you then then go on and then feel like, oh, you're really good at this and this and this. And it's like, obviously for the guy, it's going to build our self-esteem up. It's going to be really nice to hear. But then you're also going to be thinking, oh, she thinks I'm like mm. great about me and stuff. Mm. So I guess, again, mm. it's, it is just that ambiguity that gets introduced when you're like, oh, they, mm. they really must like me as a friend. Mm. But maybe, Cause, Yeah, because I think as well, from a guy's perspective, Guys don't really compliment guys like girls compliment girls. That's that's yeah, a bit different. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I probably don't compliment Nat nearly as enough as you two guys compliment each other. <laughs> and that's that's not to say anything about Nat, but that's just like that's what that's what oh, guys Nat. are like. So so when it's so true, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Cry. But, but so as a guy, we don't like we don't necessarily get like affirmation through compliments. We get oh. it in other ways. But when a when a girl compliments, which girls are very used to complimenting each other, mm. when it, it's very like it's probably more of like a uh, than than a girl getting complimented because you more likely are getting affirmed by your girlfriends mm. anyway. Um, yeah. So I think that can be a shock to the system or taken the wrong way if suddenly you're receiving a lot of compliments from a girl where affirmation is lovely, we we like it, mm. but guys aren't very quick to compliment guys. Yeah. But Nat, you do have great yeah. skin, by the way. Oh. Oh. we're having a moment here <laughs> oh, wow. I have um, like quite a practical question so if like a man was to compliment me on maybe like my accomplishments or like oh like Ellie like you played the recorder really well over there I don't play the recorder I don't know why that was my go-to example um, I wouldn't really think much of it I would probably be like oh okay cool thank you like he likes my recorder playing um, if he was to like I don't know compliment me physically then I'd be like that's a bit weird or oh that's sweet yeah. or that's cute um, but is it the same for guys like do you think that if I was to compliment your accomplishments or something that you did would you still take that as the same way as if I complimented you on your like physical attributes that's a good question Thank I think I think guys quite it's almost maybe maybe I'm just speaking for myself uh but I I think guys are quite they like to be the ones doing things or to have done it's quite like a like that's one insecurity of guys is like not being able to do certain things independently I feel like they have like a they we have a desire for like um kind of like an independence in doing things and I think complimenting that can be appreciated sometimes by guys mm. maybe more than than in the context a girl again i'm generalizing very broadly but also i don't know i feel like guys don't give out physical co- guys probably if they're going to give out any compliments it's more like you did this well rather mm. than mm. rather than a physical like oh you look great dude um that's a bit rarer i think i don't know now what do you think about that yeah uh, i think that is a good question i think to put it blunt, yes. I think that is a very big difference in being like, oh, I don't know. What would girls say? Like, oh, you have a six pack? Or like, oh, your arms, you know, obviously that would be like, oh, 
thank you. <laughs> you just be like, okay. It, you know, I think that's that's just very natural. And I think um, when it comes to accomplishments, I think I think it just t- does tie into like, um, I think it is important like that you do hear those because as Zach was saying, as a guy, if you don't hear that, just hearing it from a trusted friend um, who is a girl, like, because that's a gift that um, girls have. And I think guys have to grow in. I think it is, you know, it's a healthy thing to be generally encouraged in, but I think, yeah, definitely the frequency and um, the way you go about it. I think, you know, if it's recorded, if it's like, oh, your recorder was, honestly, you are amazing. Like, and it's that, like, imagine if you said that every time, I think that what can be so healthy and so uplifting can turn into, again, um, just a little bit like, oh, thank you. Um, But definitely, I think, the physical side um, is something that obviously for us as well, um, it's, it's an area that you have to be really careful in um, because in that moment, self-esteem will go, you know, will rocket up obviously, um, but then it, it, it can lead to slight misunderstandings. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Nat, question for you within that, because I've just thought of it, but I'm not entirely sure. Do you, yeah. do you agree with me when I say this? guys often can attach their identity a little bit more to what they do mm-hmm. to, so so to kind of like things that they've done so therefore that kind of means a lot more to them whereas some girls might attach themselves a lot more or their mm-hmm. identity a lot more to how they look yeah. the physical side of things mm-hmm. you go, legit you me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah no 100% it's like that constant I think um, I, you know, we've touched on it in, in, I think we did an episode on toxic masculinity, you know, that idea of identity being based on what, what we do, not who we are, um, of how, how good you are at doing that and stuff. So I think, um, you know, as I said, it can be a very healthy thing to complement that. But if, if that's the focus of, mm. of how a girl um, compliments a guy, then I think the easy mentality to slip into is as we were talking about, if you are looking for someone to date, you create a sense, a false sense that these girls are looking for what you do, not who you are. And I think that's mm. quite like a dangerous, if it, you know, insecurity that um, guys do have for this, you know, for for this kind of reason. So I think, hundred percent. And and I guess it goes the same for girls. I can't, you know, speak on your behalf, but I think, it, you know, these insecurities are a big reason why speaking about for guys what they do for girls their parents um and you know it, it works both ways you know but you know we're just generalizing a little bit but I think if you do focus on that a bit too much it can it can lead you know almost accident accidentally to more insecurities because um, mm-hmm. you're like oh they like me for mm-hmm. for my sporting skills I don't have any but you know <laughs> you're like oh wow and then you're like oh that's that's where my identity lies and I think mm-hmm. It's not true it's in jesus yes. but yeah mm. yes. yeah yeah i yeah. love that um a bit earlier on you said about how like with being friends with girls and guys and all of that it can sometimes be like where are your intentions going and where is this because you want a relationship is this because you want a friendship and sometimes naturally just in those friendships people can catch feelings that's really normal so how do you think as guys you would like us to navigate it if a guy was to get feelings for their friend who was a girl 
so like if you were to get feelings for one of your friends that was a girl how would you want them to almost mm. like act around you react to maybe if you were to tell them all of that stuff and just do it in a very nice how way. would you like to be rejected yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> but still be friends, friends yeah Care- carefully mm. carefully and uh with the right intentions on display like <laughs> communicated very well easy said and done yeah but out and honest in the open nothing like none of this like oh like fake easier reason to talk about mm. kind of sugarcoating it none of that mm. um, yeah 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 uh, it's genuinely just speaking from like a super honest place I guess of just being like um yeah I guess reject someone by building them up you know just mm. like you are so amazing in this way and I really respect you for for this and these boundaries but I personally am just currently not in in you know in a stage in my life or a season in my life where I'm looking for that at the moment um Mm. but thank you so much I think you're a great person I think I think definitely leaving it at that is just a very Mm. you know um honest yet you know uplifting and encouraging way to just be like oh thank you but you know not at the moment I think maybe also like complimenting the friendship can be a good way of being like, I really love our friendship at the moment. And um, right now I just feel like if we do step into something else, then that could be compromised. And I like really, really appreciate you as a friend. Um, and it's that classic, like as a friend, it's like, oh, it's like a little <laughs> bit painful, but when, when we use the term guarding our hearts and boundaries, it's like, that is that is completely honoring that person that that is you know loving that person in such a good way because um yeah I think that I think that's probably the way that I would like to be none of these ways like seem all that um like I don't think I would want to get any of these ways even like the nicest Nat you put it Mm. perfectly but I would still like feel like shot in the heart Mm. oh yeah yeah. (laughs) but like at the same time I think you know, I've known girls to drag out guys for a really, really long time um, just because they don't want to hurt them. And actually, like, it's going to hurt them so much more at the point that they've dragged it out to than at the offset. Like, mm. sorry, we're mates. Like, I want to proceed like as mates. But like, for now, it's yeah. just mates. But yeah, I guess it's like hard to know like how best to do that. But I think 100 mm. percent. I'm not a guy, but I think as a girl, it's the same. Like, you want to yeah. be rejected at the off. Yeah. I think as well off the bat that you did a great little precursor of what I was going to say anyway um was just that obviously as well once someone said to you that they may like you and then you've rejected them I think it's important to know that you shouldn't really have that expectation of like your friendship's going to go back to exactly what it was before because mm-hmm. I think quite often we can think oh cool we're just going to be friends and then you can act in this really friendly way towards them and even that just kind of hurts a bit and cuts deep again but also gives them kind of even more mixed messages yeah so on kind of on the flip side um how would guys like girls to navigate like if we were to have feelings for one of our guy friends like how would you want that to be navigated Mm. yeah I guess with the aim also that we still want to be like their friend yeah 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 I think girls maybe are better at picking up on when some, someone's like on the more emotional side of things generally speaking like mo- a bit more sensitive to that mm. um not saying all guys are completely naive but 
few of my friends are. <laughs> so I can be. Um, it's it's a, and I think <coughs> to some extent, like I don't know, like it's it goes back to that protecting your your emotions, but also separating out what what is the like emotional component of that, and what is God's truth about that, or what is what is the, the facts about it, like what is actually best. Um, and when you can't separate those two out, it can get very messy and you can be very just led astray by your feelings and you can, I think you can let them get the better of you in that. Um, yeah, I, I, that's one piece I think my mum taught me once was just like for handling anything like where there are emotions involved. It's like, what, what are your emotions telling you? What are, what is the like, take out the emotions? What are the, what are the facts? Um, which can be very helpful to make sense of a situation like that. Yeah. We love our mother's advice. We do. Mm. We do. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do think self-awareness is such a key to this whole topic. It's just like, yeah, I think um, a good question might be, it's so natural to catch feelings, right? You know, in a, in a group setting, it's, it's part of life, it's part of being a youth as part of mm. being a student you know I think just acknowledging that that's okay firstly um but then also um being self-aware to, to know why um maybe is that you know have you been spending a bit more time together and I think genuinely like because a simple co simple coffee in church means a lot of different things you know I think <laughs> we've all grown up in church like it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people so when you, the more time you leave it, I, I didn't like, it's all got to do with time. I think the earlier you do it, no matter how you go about it, it will save a lot of time and effort because once people's feel, once, you know, the moment feelings get involved, it is quite a slippery slope. You know, that simple coffee can turn into someone getting hurt. And I think to avoid that, that extremely awkward and painful conversation of just being like, I, you know what, you're pretty great. I do have some feelings for you. I think it just saves, firstly, you, as you know, Zach said, like, you know, it says in the Bible, love God, love yourself and love others. Like, love God, that must, that should be your priority, of course. Like, um, and loving yourself is saving yourself that effort and saving yourself that um, hurt of maybe being led on or accidentally leading someone else on, like, by being self-aware and early on just being like, oh, no, oh, no, <laughs> I've got feelings for you, you know, I think that will, easier said than done, of course, yeah. like, obviously, yeah. like, obviously, it's so hard to do, but I think that, I think that is the way that would save quite a lot of time, you know. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think one, like, one last point on that, on that topic as well, I'd say is, like, is, to me specifically but i'm sure it's not just a guy's thing it's regardless um it really matters that you can trust the other person's intentions i think once that gets clouded then well then the trust isn't there you know you you, you start to lose that um that does start to affect other things in the relationship that in the friendship even even if that is subtle that will that will snow that can have the ability to snowball and get a lot worse very quickly once you kind of lose that ability to completely 100% trust their intentions um, yeah which is tough because I think it's really 
feelings are quite scary in that respect like it gets very serious very quickly um mm. not scary like because obviously they're great but it does with with the feelings comes up there's suddenly a lot more is resting on on the same situation yeah. you know what I mean it becomes yeah. a more high pressured it becomes you make yourself more vulnerable to getting hurt in some regard um yeah. you kind of open yourself up which can be scary um and it with that it just means you've got to be so careful and do it do it right which is so much easier said than done like I said at the beginning it's it's a borderline minefield uh, mm-hmm. but it can be navigated yeah yeah 100% so I guess like from that like practically like a girl who's caught feelings for you she's a good mate she wants to continue being a good mate but she's just going to need a bit of time to get over it what practically would you want her to do about that I mean she hasn't told you yet she hasn't told you yet would you mm. want her to tell you mm. um good I question. guess yeah probably immediately to uh not spend so much time together straight away I think that that can make it worse I would say immediately like you catch feel- one one person in the friendship's caught feelings the other one hasn't but they continue to spend lots of time together mm. Mm. I think it could almost it would do some good to spend a little bit of time apart not necessarily like block them off the socials never talk to them <laughs> again but like but just to get some time away from that person to clear your head to clear your thoughts and to to work out what's going on and from their workout if if a conversation needs to be had mm-hmm. I don't know that what do you think <laughs> yeah no I agree but yeah definitely I would want them to tell me because I think um yeah it's just if it, if it does go down the line and then she's like, oh I've actually had feelings for a long time then it's like I as a guy would kind of feel oh I would feel a bit bad actually in, mm-hmm. in that moment because of course boundaries are important for everyone I think um if as a guy you don't know um it's so easy to accidentally kind of be like oh we're really good friends continue to have that friendship but then every little thing that you do for that for that girl with those feelings it could be very intense in that moment mm. I guess so um again it would it would give that sense of like feeling a bit guilty um because that wasn't communicated quite early on so mm. yeah I would I would I think I would want them to to communicate that quite early mm. on, but, yeah that's yeah. good amazing well that is all our was that all our questions yeah ah exciting (laughs) thank you zach and nat from we out here for vibing it has been lovely we feel like we've got to chat to some aliens and ask them all our questions that we wanted to know (laughs) um so that was lovely but the conversation is not over yet we're not we have a part two coming out uh, Zach and Nat are going to be grilling us and um, that is going to be over on their podcast We Out Here for Vibing do go check it out because mm-hmm. it is great I love them where can we find you tell us Zach <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting all shy um, yes <laughs> we're on Spotify and also Apple Podcasts um, yeah We Out Here for Vibing uh, yeah new episodes every Sunday we're on season two at the moment. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having us on Brian Grace. I've had a great time. <laughs> Me too. <It's> <laughs> thank you for unreal. coming. 
yeah um so yeah go check that out check out our instagram it's at dive.in.grace and also their instagram at uh we underscore out underscore here underscore proviving oh you <laughs> must be underscores <laughs> that's just easier to say i must admit yeah um. yeah <laughs> perfect well thank you for joining us we will see you for another episode next week <laughs>